You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Ask Drone You. Thank you for joining us. My name is Paul. Thank you indeed. My name is Rob. Welcome to episode number 947. Grateful that you're with us today. Hope you're having a great day. Yes, hope you are having a great day as well. Today, we're going to be talking about some drone stuff. I know, shocker, right? You're <laughs> here to listen about drone things. Well, if you're considering getting your part 107, well, look no further. DroneU has a class for that. If you're looking to learn about drone mapping, 2D, 3D models, all that. Well, we got a class for that as well. In fact, we're gonna be dropping a lot of classes, ones that you've been waiting a long time for. And you're gonna see all the work that we put into the quality and detail of our classes over the last eight months, as most of them are gonna be dropped probably this week or next week. Very excited so, to finally get those out. You have no guys idea. Guys have been patient. 63 videos and counting, baby. So, wow. did you know that? No. Yeah. Wait, for which one? That's that's business and the new comprehensive mapping course. Yeah. So we are going to be deleting the old mapping courses and kind of going super deep. Um, this is what I've been wanting to do um, for a very long time. Yeah. Very long time. And it's kind of cool because it's based on an actual in-person class where people go and spend a weekend with you and learn that way. Yep. So you're going to get a sense of what doing that would be like and you're going to want to do it. Yeah, totally. 100%. If mapping is of interest to you. Actually, speaking of which, if you haven't signed up for our Las Vegas mapping class, it's not too late. We're almost sold out, but if you go to thedroneu.com, scroll down, click events. You don't have to click learn more anymore, just click events, and you'll see all the upcoming mapping classes that we have. In fact, we're really excited too, because guess what? We're gonna be doing another accident reconstruction class. I can officially announce it now that the government shutdown is over. At least it is as of right now. <laughs> uh, May right. 13th through 17th, guess what? We will be back at the NTSB Training Academy where we will be teaching accident reconstruction photogrammetry. In addition, we're gonna be doing some new exercises this time. I'm not gonna talk about what though, as we are still working out some of the details, but I'm really excited because it looks like we may be doing something with a crashed plane into a building scenario. Really? Radiometric thermography mapping, baby. How exciting. We'll see. We'll see. This may or may not happen, all right? Don't get too excited. But last time the class sold out and we actually had to add additional seats, don't wait. If you go to bit.ly forward slash crash mapping NTSB, you, you will see uh, the information posted there. So check it out. But let's get to today's question, which is brought to you by our friends over at GPC. I just want to say a very special thank you to Rick Bullman. Rick, thanks for taking care and putting out those fires while I was in the Bahamas. Really appreciate it. If you guys want to use the DroneU discount code, it is DroneU15. That was the year it was created, not the <laughs> discount amount. Thanks for clarifying. All right, let's hear the question. Hello, this is uh, Dan Pfeiffer from Nelsville, Ohio, in the Appalachian Hills of Southeast Ohio. I recently passed my Part 107. Thank you, DroneU. I'm working on incorporating my drones into my private emergency management consulting business, doing mapping, damage assessment, emergency planning. I fly a DJI Mavic Pro and Phantom 4 Pro. What are the best options for boosting the signal strength for my Phantom 4 Pro? I currently have the parabolic reflectors, 
which help, but are inconsistent. Thank you for your help, and keep up the great work. Thanks, Dan. Congratulations on getting that 107 taken care of, and thank you for uh, being a part of the Drone U community. We really do appreciate it. Um, so this is actually sort of a surprising question. I'm surprised that he's having issues with with signal strength. You know, I think this is a common problem that people overlook without having an understanding of you know, signal attenuation and just radiometrics in general. Uh, you know, in your pre-flight checklist, are you looking at uh, when you scout the area, what is the highest position that you could take off and land from? Is that something that you look at in your pre-flight checklist? Rob, do you? Absolutely. <laughs> I would expect so. <laughs> <laughs> But something that I think a lot of people do overlook is looking at the area that they want to shoot and then looking in the vicinity of that area if they can take off and land from a higher vantage point. Just like in war, the position with the higher vantage point typically has a better position overall and typically will win. That's obviously not the case in every case, but having that higher position is going to be really important for you as a drone pilot, right? If our signal is only good visual line of sight and we know that we're going to have a lot of interference at these lower altitudes because you have buildings around you, Wi-Fi, power lines, then it makes you wonder, what if you could take off from a higher position that's not more than 1,000 or 1,500 feet from your subject that you want to shoot. Because if you are starting from a higher position, typically you are going to get better signal results for your bird. Now, I'm really shocked. He said he was flying a Phantom, right? Yeah, Phantom 4 Pro. Yeah, I'm really shocked that he's having these problems with the Phantom 4 Pro because right. the Phantom 4 Pro had OcuSync in it. And OcuSync is pretty bulletproof. Like, it's a very, very solid transmission system. And it makes me wonder if maybe he's having a desoldering of his antenna. Hmm. This is actually a common problem as a lot of the older antennas were cold soldered instead of hot soldered. So it makes me wonder if that's a problem because, you know, I do not want to give him advice that says you should go out and buy a signal booster. We actually had someone from an attorney general's office with a very large signal booster. And I was like, you should probably go check to see if that's actually legal or not. Right. Because he was, and he was explaining, he's like, oh, well, we were flying this demolition and I was having bad signal problems with my I-1 and that's why we got it. And like, and I'm just like, well, you need and to And you're talking about from the FCC yeah. standpoint? Yeah. Remember we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Right. The FCC came after Hobby King for selling signal boosters that went beyond what the FCC said was okay. Right. Which it's either one watt or two watts. I want to say it's two watts, but I can't, I can't remember. So don't quote me on that. But you need to be really, really careful about using signal boosters um, and making sure that they are FCC compliant because the FCC has come down much harder mm. on drone pilots than the FAA ever has. Isn't that interesting? Mm, well, communications are a big deal. Of course, yeah, so, but nonetheless. Um, and and so, so the, the signal strength, I mean, you should have plenty of signal strength with a Phantom 4 Pro to get to the distance that you need to get, right? Haya on Drone DJ just posted an article where someone flew 28,000 feet linearly one direction with a Phantom. Wow. And now that's not legal, guys. I'm right. just going to throw this out there. <laughs> not it is not this. legal at all. Do not try this at home. Um, but. Well, we don't know where it was either. Yeah, I know where it was. Okay, well, you know where it was. <laughs> so it wasn't legal. Uh, it wasn't legal at all. Um, and a lot of people are like, eh, whatever. Um, but it also was not in an urban environment. So it's not an apples to apples comparison. Sure. Now, that being said, um, 
the parabolic antennas that he's talking about, those are the tacos that Vic used to call the tacos. You buy them on Amazon, you stick them on your remote, and they essentially just take your signal from going like this to going like this. So if you are listening to the show on iTunes or Spotify or somewhere else, you may want to check out the YouTube version of this show, which the YouTube versions have been coming out a lot faster recently. So this is um, an M600 remote, and I have the expansion pack and port on there, so I have a bunch of other little um, little things that other people don't typically have. See, it's not even... Oh, there it goes. So I have all these little things that I can play with that most people don't have. And thank you, Peter, from DJI NYC, uh, our sponsor, for giving us this. I really, uh, really appreciate it. That being said... Notice how I have my antennas out, okay? Mm-hmm. I have my antennas out this way because the signal actually comes off of the face of the antenna, not the tip of the antenna. I see a lot of people flying with their antennas like this, right, where they're straight out. That is not a good idea. I've seen people pointing their antennas at the drone. Not a good idea. Typically, what you want to do is you want to, let's just do this as if I was put away. So typically what you want to do when you get the remote out is you open up the phone holder or iPad holder, and then you move the left antenna up and out at an angular position, right antenna up and out at an angular position. Because typically when you're holding the remote, you're holding the remote at an angle, you're not holding it flat. So what this is doing is maximizing the antenna's gain, essentially. Now, if you fly with your antennas crossed like this, which I see people do all the time, yes, it's going to massively inhibit your signal strength. So understand that his question of how do I ensure a better video transmission signal comes down to position of the antennas, position of the remote to the drone, meaning if you're at a higher point in position, you're going to have a better signal. In addition, if he has the parabolic uh, reflectors or the tacos, as we call them, that should help him out as well. If he's still having issues with all of that, I would say that you probably need to send your drone into DJI because this problem could be more of an antenna coming loose, especially if it's in and out randomly. This was a big deal on the Inspire ones. So um, So at that point, there's not much that you're going to be able to do to fix it Yes, other than get it fixed. Yes. And I'm not going to advise people to modify their remotes. Obviously, you can get a patch antenna. A patch antenna essentially takes your wide swath of, of signal that's going out, like thing of just blasting out, and really tones it down into a uh, very selective, very poignant signal that literally has to be pointed at the drone in order for it to work. If you have it pointed in another direction, it won't work at all. Like this is a very, mm-hmm. I'm not, the, the word is escaping me right now. Um, but it's a very directed beam of, of signal strength, essentially, is what a right. patch antenna does. And that's just simply changing out the antenna here. It's really not that big of a deal. So anyway, I hope that answers his question. We've got to run for our next episode of Ask Drone You. Thanks for joining us. Um, if you'll do us a favor, just a simple favor, will you please leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, or Stitcher, wherever you download the show. Thanks again for listening. Please share it with a friend. We love it when you share the show with a friend. It really helps us out. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. And love if you're that. not a member of DroneU, well, you're going to want to be a member of DroneU. Why? Because we have even more classes coming out. This is why... Being a lifelong learner is so powerful because you can be constantly improving yourself, adding tools into your toolbox to conduct more jobs, collect more money, and have better quality. 
If you're giving up on quality and making money, then do not join DroneU. We don't want you. We want people who are willing to work, people who believe in themselves, people who understand that when you put your mind to something and focus, that you can attain your goals. It literally comes down to you. If you're one of those people that does believe that they can attain their goals and is a lifelong learner and understands that constantly learning makes you a better person and affects all aspects of your life, then come and join DroneU. On that bombshell, that's going to do it for us. My name is Paul. My name is Rob. This is Ask DroneU. We believe that videos, images, words, and sound have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.